it seems like Boston College has a motto for their athletic support department, which is why can't we have nice things? Well, baseball is going to be the latest edition of this mantra. We'll get into it today. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black Happy. 4th of July or late 4th of July for all of you out there. Thank you for your patience. We're going to get into baseball here. This is going to be a baseball centric episode because there's big news out of Chestnut Hill over the weekend as Mike Gambino, head coach of the Boston College Eagles, was poached away by the Penn State Nittany Lions. Gambino just completed his biggest season with Boston College, winning, I believe it was 32 games for the Eagles, giving them their first chance at the uh, NCAA tournament in years and they uh, quite a bounce back year after um, a a miserable 2022 season. His uh, stock was never higher. And so Penn state who you might remember was um, led by AD Pat crafts, who was at Boston college a couple years ago, he goes and he gets his guy. Now this is the second time Pat craft has tried to, steal well he stole it this time but the second attempt this is the second time that bc has almost lost a coach then lost a coach to penn state so first over the winter penn state loses micah shrewsbury to uh penn uh to notre dame they need a new head coach and buzzes around the world that pat Kraft was talking to earl grants who he hired to penn at at boston college he doesn't go with him so bc avoids that because i think grant actually wanted to stay at bc gambino on the other hand he goes to Happy Valley. Now, does, where where is Mike Gambino's, uh, what does this leave for his legacy at Boston College? Well, he had two or three really good seasons with BC. You had the year where they made the Super Regionals. You had this year and uh, the year that they, um, so th- those are probably the two big ones you would want to talk about. He was the face of Bo- this. The tough part about this is that he was the face of BC baseball. He's was you know good friends with the Frades family. He was there, um, you know, as a big fundraiser for the the Harrington Village and Frades Center. He got BC baseball back up to a level where it could start to compete again in the ACC. But I think that's where things kind of went awry. We are going to look at today his legacy why bc continues to take the cheap route out on everything and we'll look at some names that maybe bc might be looking at to replace gambino so back to gambino gambino i love saying his name by the way i feel like uh, i feel like it's such a great italian name gambino what's interesting about his career was if you were to ask us three one year ago 365 days ago that Mike Gambino was going to get hired away by Penn state. I think a lot of folks would have been kind of fine with it, right? Yes. He's a guy that he's an alum. He has a, he's a, he's a head coach for BC for 11 years, you know, all that good stuff, but he's also struggled a lot. 
And there's been years like last year where the team is, is unwatchable. It's just, it's just bad. And there were a lot of folks that at the end of last season were wondering, okay, is Gambino going to be on the way out? Is this, is, is this going to be the end for him? And BC brought him back. Now you fast forward the clock, a full calendar year. And now all of a sudden you, you see the message boards and the fans and such, and even the writers. And they're all saying, oh, this is, you know, a, a tough loss for BC. This is, this is big because he was such a great coach. Players loved him. Not going to say that, but is, is this, is this as catastrophic as some folks are making it out to be? Is this as bad of a loss as others? I think it's the optics. And the, and the reason the optics are bad, as I just said, he's an alumni. You're losing an alumni to Penn State, which is never fun. The other big piece of this, this puzzle that makes the, 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 the optics of this look just bad is that just two weeks ago, a lot of the information I just read to you about how well he was doing came from a press release where BC signed him to a five-year contract extension. So BC just gave him a huge vote of confidence, right? They paid him to stay on. Now, I have said this before about every coach, whether it's Halfley Grant, Joanna McNamee, uh, you know, any of these coaches, contract extensions are only worth as much as the buyout that's on there. And I am going to guess, by the way, baseball is run at Boston College. That buyout wasn't bad at all. Contract extensions almost every single time do a few different things. They just showed the, the team a vote of confidence and a manager that's very popular. And B, it's a recruiting tool. You want to show that the recruits, that if they come there and redshirt one year and play four more, that that coach is on paper going to be there. And now you all know that that's a big joke, but that's what the, that's what the extensions are for. It's for that piece. So you just signed Mike Gambino to five years. You just showed, you press released this to the world. And then two weeks later, he's gone. That, no matter how you spin it, does not look good. There's no positive way to get around that. You just got your pick, your pockets picked by Penn State. Now, if this was football, that would be one thing. Football, you know, they're they're the they they rule the roost in the Northeast. But baseball, Penn State baseball is bad. Ben, Penn State baseball is one of the worst in in the you know in the country. That's why they fired their head coach last year alone. They finished seven and sixteen in conference and finished with a record of um, where is it? I just lost it. doesn't have it on here 25 and 25 so they finished with a 25 and 25 record but they were not competitive in the in the big 10 so you just lost your head coach to that program a coach that you have you know has the the roots has been the face of boston college baseball who has done all that stuff there's no easy way to spin this there this is bad that it 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 looks bad. And in our second segment, I am going to tell you what I, why I think this looks bad and why BC's got to really start thinking about how they address college athletics. We'll get into that in just a moment. All right, folks, 
Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200,000. $200, excuse me. That's right. Just 20 bucks and you'll land 2000 200 Excuse me. Let's try that again. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times on your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under who you think is going to get the first run. I love prop bets for home runs, whether it's Rafi Devers or uh, Otani on, um, on the Angels. You can get it all. And there's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Locked On BC, AJ Black here. And we're, we're diving into the news about Mike Gambino. And I apologize, you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a holiday week, so I have not had a chance to go live um, during the week to get into this. But you lose Gambino. And the, 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 there's other pieces to the story that I feel like needs to be addressed. And I think might have led to partially part of the reason why he left. And he's not going to say it, but I think it's worth worth noting. Just this offseason, before Gambino signed with Penn State, Boston College lost their hitting coach and their pitching coach. Now, one went to Arizona and the other, um, I don't even know where the other one ended up, but they, they, left this, they left the program. That's all that matters, right? Mike Gambino was critical of Boston College um, in an article that I had read saying that he had wished that the, the school had, you know, paid more money to keep their, their assistance buzz on the street. Again, this is stuff that we've heard is that the assistance for the baseball program are paid an embarrassingly low amount of money, that they don't make what they should. And so it's easy to poach them. Football, you can you can complain about what they what they make, but those guys, they're they're competitive. Baseball, it does not seem to be that way, and so Gambino probably was upset. He just got a you know his pitching coach had just flipped the pitching staff into you know from the easily the worst in the ACC to you know up like five five notches. That's great. You're hitting. Whew, you saw how BC hit last year. You lost both coaches that did all that. You cannot feel good about the future of your program when you had the two right hires there and then you lose both of them. And the word that they used, and that was the word they used, budgetary constraints. Budgetary constraints, folks. What is BC doing? What is the point of this? You are a school, and I know I hate using the talking about um you know their their endowment and all that stuff but you have billions of dollars in endowment you make 40 million dollars a year from the ACC you have all this money coming in from donations you have money from you know fundings and all that good stuff you have these capital campaigns that you're doing and Every story we read, Boston College, nickels and dimes, every coach that they have. Why are we doing this? While the rest of the country, while all these other programs are willing to up the ante for their programs, you have BC who 
has no problem not just being the stepping stool because every program other than like a handful is going to be a stepping stool for some other program, but being to the stepping stool to literally anything, BC is the bottom and it doesn't have to be that way. You're a school in one of the hotbeds of athletics in the country. Boston is a hotbed. Folks around here love athletics. If you win, you, you, I mean, again, it's going back in time, but you go back to what Doug Flutie did. You had to have BC games at Patriot Stadium in Foxborough because there was such a a need for those for those games. If you pay, you will win. BC should not be afraid to pay for coaching. Pay because when you pay for good coaching, you win recruiting battles, you win games, you get more money. It's a cyclical thing. It's not rocket science. But when you decide as a program that you're just fine with losing your coaches or paying for coaches that aren't good, this is what you get. You lose a guy that has been part of your program for 11 years to Penn State who does not have a good baseball program. BC, and this starts from the top, needs to look at itself in the mirror. I'm not talking about the I'm not getting into the doomsday. Oh, they're going to leave the ACC and all that stuff. They're not at that point, but they could take the step, the next step up to get themselves more competitive. They do it. They do it. They start taking pieces of it with football. They started doing it with basketball a little bit by, you know, they got the, the center. They did it with the, with facilities for baseball, but it's the whole package. It's everything. And there's always something missing. It feels like for all of these, um, athletic programs for baseball, pay your assistance. That's not rocket science. You saw, you saw this year what baseball could become like when they win that Duke game. And I think it was the weekend of the, the marathon was nuts. They had 3000, I think it was 3000 fans there for a baseball game. That is a market improvement over what you saw 15 years ago when you were watching baseball games from the, the, um, the ramp on Beacon Street because there's no, there was no stadium seating. That's a step in the right direction. But you've got to build on that. You can't just say, oh, this is great. Whew. Let's, le- let's, you know, let's, we're not going to do anything different. We'll just, you know, it's a great feeling. We'll go back to being the bottom of the ACC next year. you got to put the money in. BC needs to really work on their prioritization of, of athletic pro- programs across the board because yes, you want to get more fans in and that will help too. But in order to do that, you got to start winning. When you finished, they had the director's cup and I don't have the number in front of me. And I want to say BC was in the hundreds, I think 109th when they rank all the programs on this director's cup, you know, it's based off of wins of the program. It's based off of that. BC was below like Grand Canyon, which I guess is a school. They're below, I mean, a whole bunch of programs that you would not believe. Is that what we're thinking the school is about? Where's Everett to excel? Isn't that what this, isn't that what BC is all about? They need to start winning and they need to, in in order to do that, it's not just going to magically happen because you have great caliber of athletes on campus that work really hard. You've got to be able to, to, you need to, to put in, the um, constraints to get to help those athletes win. 
you have to be able to get them the coaching staffs that can recruit guys that'll help them win or and help them in game situations to be the face of the program. And for foot for baseball, they just lost that. And I, I, I hear the folks out there that are worried. Where does this go next? What happens now? This is a program that get has been notoriously, uh, you know, that underwhelming in their hires. Will they do that again? I'll get into some thoughts on what they need to do in just a moment. This is locked on BCAJ Black. Thank you all for listening. Before we get into our final segment, uh, social media has been nuts. So in the span since I've last talked to you, Twitter did that whole uh, rate exceeded thing that Elon made it so that you can barely read the site anymore. Um, so I've kind of, uh, I'm Twitter is just kind of hard to use at this point. It's a, it's a mess, right? There's all these new things. There's, uh, what was it? What was the other one? Blue Sky but none of you guys will have access because it's like basically all writers that have access to it because Jack, the guy that used to run Twitter uh, has only given out like a handful of codes. So if you, I'm in it, but no one else I know is on it. So there's that, but there's threads and threads went bonkers last night. So if you're looking for me, I am on threads. You can find me at AJ black two, four, seven on threads. I hope you guys join up on that as well. Um, there's no locked on threads yet. I, I think I'll get one eventually, uh, but there's an Eagle insider one for my site too, up on threads. So just follow on both of those. It's interesting. I'll just say that. Um, I think there's potential, but it's a mess right now. But speaking of mess, let's talk about the baseball coaching search because BC has a big opportunity in front of them. Before we get into the candidates, as I said, Mike Gambino was a below 500 head coach. And, and again, it's Boston College, right? So he wasn't given a lot to work with. So he did the best that he could at times. But maybe, you know, if you want to be Pollyanna about this, this is a chance for BC to take a step up. And so who can BC hire that will take the program from the spot that, that, that Gambino left it and take them to that next level. So the first thing that everyone's going to pop up is Mike Glavin. Mike Glavin's the head coach at Northeastern. This guy's won, you know, uh, conference championships over and over and over again. Local guy, Tom Glavin's brother. I don't see him as an option. Hey, he could be, but he's so entrenched at Northeastern. He's got a program that's working for him. The one thing that they would... If you're Boston College, right, you, you hope when you're going against a smaller program in terms of a coach that you might be interested in is that you'd have a financial advantage. Well, we just talked about YBC for baseball, at least, probably does not have a financial advantage. They need to find a coach that they can kind of, you know, um, spend a little less on. Let's say that. <laughs> and so I don't think Glavin is going to be an option. I think they you'd have to blow him away. And so school, bigger schools, they would they would do that. Because maybe if he's the hire that they want to do, but BC ain't going to do that. So I don't see Glavin as an option. Um, some other names I've heard that I thought were really interesting is the head coach over at um, at, at Columbia. Uh, there is, I'm trying to pull his name up right now. His name is Brett Beretti, who was one of, he's from originally from Beverly up in the North Shore. Love that. Won six Ivy League championships. He might be a coach that you might be able to poach. Um, and he might be a good name to watch for. Another one that I liked is going for UConn. Josh McDonald, their pitching coach, uh, was the D1 Baseball Assistant Coach of the Year. He um, 
is very good, but again, you're gonna have to pay for him. And then the last one I wanted to say was Ty Blankenmeyer or Ty, Ty Blankmeyer, who is from a family of really, you know, his dad, I think his dad was the winningest coach at St. John's and his uncle was a, a legendary uh, grandfather's legendary coach in Seton Hall. He's, he's known as a very good recruiter. Um, but that, that right there is what hits me, right? You could go for a lower level program at ba- and try to get a baseball coach. I think BC might have the best chance with an assistant, someone who has good recruiting chops, who's familiar with the Northeast, who um, is looking for that next step. So for me, a guy like Ty Blankmeyer might be the guy that you might want to look at um, and, and find out, find out if he's interested in a program like Boston college. So he's someone I would watch for Ty Blankmeyer uh, from Duke. So that's our, that's our discussion for today. No football talk. But on Friday's show, I'm going to go live again tonight. Do a two to two to two in a day because my birthday was yesterday, and then we had the Fourth of July. I my schedule's a little wonky this week, so we're going to do it tonight. And I I went out today and I bought Phil Steele's college football preview, and I have some thoughts about it. And there's a couple big takeaways from his predictions. I think you're going to want to find out about. So make sure you are subscribed to Locked On BC on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on all the social medias. As I said, there's about a million of them now. And I will see you all again soon for another episode. Take care. This is AJ Black. We'll see you again soon.